Hi, this is Tracy introducing this podcast. This is a podcast where I am talking with a parent about shame versus guilt and how we can get our kids stuck in shame and feel guilty and how do we move our kids out of feeling shame and into feeling guilty, which is an opportunity for them to do something about it. If we're feeling guilty, then we're propelled to want to fix it. If we're feeling shame, we're more likely to want to feel humiliated, and that allows us to kind of go in and into our turtle shell and not want to reach out to the world. And if we do reach out to the world, we're lashing out. So helping parents discern between how to not get your kids stuck in shame and how to move them out of shame into feeling guilty without us as parents feeling guilty. And I'm talking to a parent about her experience with her children on this. So I hope you enjoy it. Thanks. I talk to my kids about this all the time. Shame right. wants to be hidden, right? Mm-hmm. And shame wants to say we're not good enough and we're not worthy enough and I'm not a, I'm not a good mom, I'm not a good daughter, I'm, I'm not a good wife. Um, and guilt would say, like, mm-hmm. hey, I'm still worthy to be loved. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm a worthy woman. I'm a, a worthy daughter. I'm a worthy wife. I'm a worthy mom. But I've made some mistakes, and I need to correct those mistakes, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there's this difference. And you could probably say, speak it's into it more than... a huge difference between mm-hmm. shame and guilt. You know, it's like... And shame keeps us... Uh, Stuck. Right, exactly. <laughs> Stuck and isolated. It's yeah. like it's a humiliating. And when we feel that humiliation and shame, we just want to crawl underneath the rock and we want to lash out, mm-hmm. which is why when kids get stuck in shame, they uh-huh. become that's like, you know, yeah, it's usually between one and a half and two and a half. Like they begin to really experience shame. And, they, and that's like, you know, you hit that like just like explosive rage because mm-hmm. they're just kind of, they don't know how to handle it. Um, and we need to move them from shame into guilty. It's like they feel shame about like spilling their milk, for example. It's like, oh, I'm a bad, you know, it's like, oh, I did something they horrible. So they take it so personally. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. And then we, usually good, as good enough parents, we say, oh, sweetie, it's okay. We'll clean it up. So now mm-hmm. we're moving them into guilt. It's like, oh, you made a mistake mm-hmm. and you learned from your mistake and we take care of it. Mm-hmm. We can, and then into empowerment. Right, yeah, empowerment. Exactly, exactly. Equipping yeah. and empowering. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times we can get, we can, we, unbeknownst to us, we can keep our kids stuck in shame mm-hmm. by saying, oh, bad kid for you. Oh, like, oh, you spilt your milk. And we might just have our own reaction. Not even bad kid, but like, I can't believe it. This is like the fifth time this has happened. And, you know, like, I right. can't deal with any more milk on the carpet. <laughs> and we clean it up ourselves. And the kid goes, leaves feeling horrible about who they are. Deeper in that shame hole. Deeper in that shame hole, mm-hmm. and and mm-hmm. and there's like, but luckily we, you know, if we if we learn kind of like okay, like how do we help the kid kind of go, oh, yes, oh man, you spilled your milk. Mm-hmm. It's like okay, you know, you know, you're still my kid. I'm still your mom. I still love you. A little disappointed in the milk thing. A little, you know, this carpet's gonna really stink. Let's clean it up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, you move so, them into guilt. You know, guilt is like, like you said, Jen, is like being able to give them the opportunity to kind of figure out how to do, you know, restitution. Like, what? How do I do to make this better? Mm-hmm. And kids will do that on their own sometimes. Like they might, like go, like they might walk away because we're just having our own fit, you know, because it's we're ten minutes behind getting out the door already. Mm-hmm. Right, and the other kids are screaming, right, and, and everything's helping, oh, right, right. right. Oh. And then, but that kid that's walked away, they might come back with like a crayon or a flower, you know, like they'll, they'll like you see these kids try to make that effort, mm-hmm. and a lot of times 
we we acknowledge that you know mm -hmm. when we don't acknowledge it we're we're kind of hurting we're hurting our kids spirit a little bit mm -hmm. right by Absolutely. like by making them feel uh, like you know mm -hmm. So it's like being like having the time, like having that expansive time to kind of know when the kid comes back with, hey, mom, I made you a picture. It's mm -hmm. like, oh, you know, is this mm -hmm. because you spilt the milk? You know, like, okay. It's like an invitation yeah, into that mm -hmm. situation. Again. Yeah. I think there's also kids that are more prone to feeling yes, shame right. over feeling mm -hmm. guilt. And from so a root of trauma. Yeah, from, from it could be anything. trauma or it could just be some of their personalities. Mm -hmm. And so it's really uh, like our oldest, he can be more that way. And for me, when he would say those things like, oh, I'm a bad kid, I did that. And um, it felt a little manipulative to me. Mm -hmm. Like, wait a minute, like you just got in trouble. Now you're going to play the card of, I'm not good enough. But I think like I had to take a step back and be like, I think he really feels that way sometimes. Yeah. And being able to meet his need. Um, mm -hmm. And he's our biological child. So, you know, again, you're going to have kids that are biological and adopted and we all have issues, right? But it's feeling, it's finding this place where we can meet our kids where they are and help them grow. Interesting. And I wonder if that's an ancestral history that's right, been handed down, down that you didn't do anything to trigger that. Or I could have. I, I'm or, with a different or, right. parent when I'm the first kid. Mm -hmm, like right. you can be so much harder on your first one than like mm -hmm. now I have seven. I'm like, See ya. <laughs> you know. <laughs> right. I mean, I think it's a good point. There's, there's, there's so, so many, many mixes. Like, yeah. I think it's it's ancestral lineage. It's the number of order that they're in, where we're yeah. at when we were pregnant, and you know yeah. our psyche and all that fits in. And then the kids come in with their own personality. Mm -hmm. And you know, some kids just have more Eeyore-ish energy, oh, and some yeah. kids have more Tigger or Pooh energy. Yeah. And the goodness of fit, right? Mm -hmm. Like. My son is much more Eeyore-ish on lots of levels. At this point, he's growing out of it. But when he was little, and I was at that point, like, Tigger to the extent, like, <laughs> yeah. we were not a goodness of fit. The compatibility like, of compatibility, your kids. Compatibility, right. It's it like, really Ooh. draws, again, yeah. your strength mm -hmm. and your weaknesses right. out. Mm -hmm. and yeah, and I think I probably shamed him without knowing it because yeah. I, because my uh -huh. attitude would be like, oh, just get over it, I'll be fine. Exactly. And he's like, oh, I'm such a bad kid. I'm like, ah, get over it, kid. Yeah. And I was, it's not meeting their emotional need of like, Oh, I hear you. Yes. And guess I what? See you. I see you, right? Yeah. That val that validation of I see you and I'm you know, I'm still mom, you're still my kid, I still love you. And what you know, like, okay, I hear that you feel bad and let's see what we can do to make that better. Right? That being able to take that time. And in the extended community years ago, grandparents had the time to do that. Mm, and a I lot see. of times you've got mm -hmm. that sense of self worth from your grandmother, right? Mm -hmm. Because they had the time to say, oh, sweetie, you know, tell me about it, and mm -hmm. let's figure out how we can make it better. Whereas moms are kind of like, I gotta get out the door. I got seven kids, and we don't have time to like, you know, pat your like ego because you're having a hard time here because you got your personality. You know, let's <laughs> right? all go here. Mm -hmm. And so it, you know, it's it comes out in the wash. But being able to think about how do we take that time to yep. to move from shame to guilt to empowerment. Yeah. yeah. And so I, can you, yeah. can you, this is a really great five minute weekly tip. Mm -hmm. And so can you just wrap it up and say, okay, give this, you know, cause it sounds like it starts at the point of being willing to even just see Acknowledge. the opportunity mm -hmm. to start this process rather than just immediately jumping into the blaming or whatever. So can you give us a, a clear, like kind of steps to, yeah, let's give it a try. So it's like tip of the week, really, when it comes to shame, huh? mm -hmm. is, is recognizing our kids have their own personality, 
and we have our own personalities and sometimes that's not a goodness of fit in general and sometimes it's not a good goodness of fit in that given moment and then how do we help to take that expansive time to to validate our kids feelings mm -hmm. so even when our kids having a major fit it's always good to validate hey i see you you're having a really hard time right now and guess what i'm still mom you're still my kid i still love you you know and be able to kind of empower them to have that validation of their feeling and then kind of go you know what we'll take care of that later let's come back to that or hey why don't you go ahead and get a sponge and let's pick up that milk that you spilt mm -hmm. um, so you give them a step to clean up the mess so to speak whether mm -hmm. it's an emotional mess or a physical mess or whatever just something that they can they themselves can act on yeah, yeah. and i think even before that you want to mm -hmm. validate their mm -hmm. you want to validate their feeling and that's mm -hmm. where we want to be in a good enough place ourselves that we can take that moment to recognize. Mm -hmm. And that's always good. It's like that one-liner where no matter how we're feeling to be able, and we can say with gritted teeth, ah, yeah, you're st I'm still mom, you're still my kid, I still love you, <laughs> oh, I'm gonna kill you, but let's go ahead and move on. Because that's the important thing, right? It's that eye contact that Jen was talking about, like mm -hmm. that I see you're precious. you, you're precious. Even when, when I'm changes. really frustrated Even though you, you burned the house down, <laughs> right? Yeah, I still right? love you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, kind of it has to get to that point, right? Mm -hmm. It does. Because um, we all have these lines yeah. as parents, and we have to be cognizant mm -hmm. of that and make sure that our kids know they're still precious, and yeah. we still love them, yeah. no matter what. No matter what. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, and I'm sure each of us as children have pushed our parents to that point, oh, so wow. we can Absolutely. return, because mm -hmm. I can think of many times, so like when you can return to that <laughs> and allow that, that grace that was given to you to be passed forward, that could also probably help But, but that's the other thing, what if grace wasn't given to you? Then you have to grace yourself somehow. But you have to learn how to right. give yourself grace. And That's where you go get a good grace. therapist. Exactly. Right? 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 That's That's why I'm for some therapy. Doesn't change my life. <laughs> Should have done it ten years earlier. If the dip's not working for you, come on in for some therapy. Right? Yeah. <laughs> because you don't know what you don't know, right? That's and right. you can't give to other people what you haven't been given. That's right. right. So then you have to figure out, like, how can I give that grace? Um, Open up the space for the potential for it to be received. But what science would also tell us is that we're going to mess up as parents. We're mm -hmm. not going to do things right all the time. Mm -hmm. But if I can go back and redo, like mm -hmm. I can't even tell you how many times I have to go back and tell my kids, I'm really sorry. Mm -hmm. Like I messed up today. Yeah. I wasn't the mom that I wanted to be. Even based, because what happens is based on your behavior, that can't be a reflection of how I act, mm -hmm. right? Like sometimes we get mad and so someone has a behavior and we get super angry and maybe I blow my top and I shouldn't have. Now I have to go back and tell my kids, like, I'm really sorry. I like, what up. you did wasn't okay. right, but the way that I reacted, that wasn't right either. Yeah. Um, so that's like tip two of the week, right? It's like <laughs> tip two is like, how do we go back and uh, take ownership for what we've done wrong with our kids and apologize yeah. without groveling, yeah. without over um, indulging them, right? Mm -hmm. So like being able to kind of go, yes, it's sort of like, you know what? Mom messed up on that one. Whew, boy, you did a really great job pushing, you know, like getting me to that point, you know. And here's what we're going to do about it, right? Mm -hmm. It's being able to yeah. say that, you know, here's how mommy should have done it. Mm -hmm. um, and we walk them through that again. Um, and also we give, we, there's, we, there's also that give and take too, still where the child mm -hmm. needs to take ownership for yeah. getting to, coming to that line. And we have to take ownership to coming to that line, right? There's mm -hmm. both, there's an equal. It's a dance. It's a dance. Mm -hmm. um, because they, because it, if we only apologize and empower the child to think that, oh, they have the power to, mm -hmm. to do that, they're not also learning the responsibility of like, oh, so my behavior has an impact. 
That's right? where that guilt kind of right. It's being able to kind of like right. It's like oh, so when I yell at mommy that I hate her, I need to recognize that that that's going to trigger another feeling in my mom. Mm. Right. And, and so then she's going to yell at me. So it's not like, oh, I shouldn't do this. It's more kind of recognizing there's a fine line between discerning, between recognizing, having our, helping our children recognize that they have, that their words have act, their act, their behavior and words have impact and consequence. Um, And then, and, and so does, and so do ours. And how do we take responsibility together on that? To, and that's the bonding moment, right? Mm-hmm. To be able to come back and say, oh, you know, you know, when that happened, mom, mom could have done it differently. And yeah. you know, how could you have done it differently? And let's try that again. Take two. And that's mm-hmm. a wonderful thing. I think Foster Klein and Nancy Thomas all talk about the importance of delayed consequence, mm-hmm. right? And that's a lo- kind of a love and logic uh, theory that I love. It's like, you know, just take a moment. We can always come back to it. So, yeah. um, But what science will say is that you actually have a deepening of relationship yes. that happens when you exactly. go back and apologize mm-hmm. and you go back and you make it right and you yeah. go back and, and continue that dance with mm-hmm. your kids, yeah. um, then you can really draw in this deep relationship with your kids. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not yeah. saying you should blow your pop top just to like have right. a deepening right. relationship, right. but... But there is, there is, a, there is a, a positive outcome to that. And I also think that when everybody's nervous system is calmer, then that deepening can mm-hmm. even go deeper because it's like, oh, yeah. So sometimes in that moment, and I'm, I'm sorry or... You know, it doesn't have as much weight as later coming back and kind of going, hey, you know, I thought about it and let me, let me apologize on a, on a deeper level. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so. Well, that's, for, I think there's a lot that can go into shame. I mean, shame's like a, you could do like a multi-part, right? a daily thing mm-hmm. on shame forever. Yeah, probably. Yeah. yeah. But uh, for this little tip, I think this is a good tip of the week to wrap up and mm-hmm. then perhaps do more in a future one on shaming from the parents' perspective of being shamed within the community and how does that yeah. relate, yeah. you know, how do you move through that and how mm-hmm. do you, how do you deal with that? A feeling of shame, of other people shaming your parenting style and skills and effectiveness. Well, that's what happens, you know, mm-hmm. because when you parent an adoptive child, sometimes that looks different than a biological child. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And so people from the outside don't understand those challenges. So mm-hmm. again, it's kind of like, it, I think when I also say your story's not being heard, it also puts shame on you. Why can you not figure it out? Why are you not meeting your kids' needs? And that's because that's what the judgment feels like. Right, right. You know, like, why you are you just treating them, them a different? Bit if you love them a little mm-hmm. bit more, um, then it's all going to be okay. And in fact, it's, it's, it's not. It, mm-hmm. it doesn't, it doesn't just, you can't wave a magic wand and then the next day you, your kids are behaving the way that, Thanks for listening, and be sure to check us out on Facebook, the website, which are both underneath Full Circle Family Counseling, and to check out what's coming up for podcasts and sign up for the newsletter. As always, would like to thank the folks at Love and Logic and Nancy Thomas for all that they've taught me about working with kids with complex trauma. Until next time, thanks.